hi everyone. I really quickly wanted to jump on and let you know that we are uh, very transparent at Welcome to Reddington about our hard and soft stops. You can find a list of both on our website. But that being said, today's episode does contain some descriptions of past animal abuse and experimentation. And I wanted to give a content warning for anyone who that might trigger. We hope you enjoy the episode. And if this is one you have to skip, we understand. See you on the next one. Cece just turns and like sniffs the air near Nihilus, which gets her what? <laughs> uh, like very humid, damp jungle. Um, that that kind of deep, earthy smell. What the um, fuck? Uh, which makes her eyelashes flutter, and again <laughs> things start to move <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> Cece just attracted to everyone in this room. Is very confused. It takes a step away and rests against a, a wall for a second and then just out of curiosity smells the wall, which is lilacs in bloom. Which is very much not it right now. There should not be lilacs in bloom. <laughs> Welcome to Reddington. All citizens should be advised that the <clears throat> big dogs in town square are friendly towards people and prefer that you ask permission before trying to pet them. Previously on Flurgy Quest, searching for any clues to the location of a captive three-eyed green horse-sized tiger affectionately called Flurgy, Penn followed a lead earned during an awkward encounter with Morgan and hurried into town in search of Jessa June Greeley. Jessa June may have a lead on a secret lab that's up to no good, but Penn's surreptitious sniffing raised the wary werewolf's hackles. So Jessa sort of frowns a little bit and pushes her chair back and stands up and turns to face this guy and says, can I help you with something? And, uh, Pen sort of freezes because they realize that they were now going on clear animal instinct and it is rude to start sniffing in human form. Um, and they, uh, they look at Jessa June and they're trying to surreptitiously just sort of look like they're smelling the espresso or the lattes or is that an Americano? <laughs> and, um, Dan, why do you get to sniff people? <laughs> they're they're sniff they're sniffing they're sniffing they're trying to figure out what's going on and and not answering this woman that smells like like damp fur kind of. Jess is working real hard on smelling like a human. Uh, <laughs> Jess has been borrowing room. Norman's t-shirts. <laughs> she now also smells like new t-shirts for some reason. Having been sniffed many times before, Jessa is really not down with being sniffed in the middle of a coffee shop. Um, so she's going to take a couple steps closer to the big guy and say, if you and I need to have business, we need to step outside. Does that make sense to you? Penn is completely terrified of this teeny woman. <laughs> And the first time in many years, Jess has been called teeny. <laughs> teeny to pen at the moment. <laughs> um, and 
and doesn't know what to do and is also kind of like, wow, she's awesome. Uh, and is having a stirring in places. They don't typically have stirring because they haven't done... <laughs> And um, is very confused and is thinking about just drawing things all the way back up to what they're usually accustomed to down below. And is not sh- n- 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 nodding and knowing and whatever. Jess is actually going to put hands on him. She puts her hand on his arm and like... Oh, CC Pen jumps towards the door. Hands up in the air. Okay, okay, okay. All right. All right. How about let's let's just go outside and have a little conversation. How's that sound? Is that all right with you? Just I won't yeah. touch you again, I promise. All right, okay. Yeah. You and you. and Penn remembers they look like Penn and and opens the door really fast and lets the woman out while taking a big <laughs> whiff. <laughs> so Jessica will just squeeze between him and the door frame <laughs> to get out and then go stand outside on the sidewalk and wait. Shaking her head. <laughs> just like. <laughs> By the way, what is Pen exactly smelling? <laughs> I mean, you get the sense that they're, you smelling, you know, the, the hint of fur somewhere on her. Um, motor oil, probably. Yeah, she just smells, and, and like the outdoors. She smells like dirt and trees and, you know, she, she is not a city girl at all. So you're smelling someone who works. Oh, yeah. Pen is blinking and shaking his head and being like oh wow this is the best smell i have ever smelled in my life holy god it's so natural and awesome the werewolves in our audience would like to make sure pen knows that is rude (laughs) pen knows but it's happened. <laughs> Pen follows follows this woman out, and it's just kind of following at this point. So once he gets out on the street with her, she's she's trying to keep her voice down so it's not like a loud conversation. And she goes, "Look, you can't just walk into a store and start sniffing on somebody like that. That's rude. Hadn't anybody ever told you that that's rude?" Pen. Is trying really hard not to shrink because they feel so embarrassed and also because no one's ever actually told them that's rude. Um, and, and they maybe slip half an inch, but like they hold on, they're kind of shaking their head going, no, I'm, I'm, and their heads down a little bit. No, miss. No, no one ever, no one ever told me. I'm so sorry. Uh, and Jessup watching this like size shift sort of shakes her head a little bit and then goes, what? Why don't you come around the corner with me and we'll talk over here where we're not, people aren't walking past us? Cause and Penn just, just shakes their head and he walks after her, sort of shuffling a little bit. So Jess will lead the way to Town City Park. Once they get into the park, she sort of relaxes a little bit, but she gives him once, once up and down and goes, What are you? And um, Penn doesn't quite know how to answer um so the pen sort of again does the arm foldy thing because that seems to be like dudes do that and um <laughs> and looks at her and goes i'm i it <laughs> i'm a i guess you could call me pen what are you well i'm like, i've never smelled this before <laughs> what are you and and kind of steps closer and is like um i don't 
you know. Yeah, Jessup puts a hand up. Pen, pen freezes. Pen doesn't want the chestal area touched. <laughs> she goes, first things first, I'm Jesse June Greeley. You're Pen. Hey, hey. Hi. I'm Jessa June, hi. I'm sorry to have spelled you before. You can smell me if you want. And then gets weird because they're not quite sure how they smell because they probably smell like rat and they didn't mean to smell like rat, but they almost definitely do. Jess is definitely going to take advantage of permission and give him a good huff. <laughs> Great. I think you smell rat, you smell sewer, you smell chemicals from the bio lab, uh, you smell fear and panic, um, and a, quite a bit of sweat. <laughs> Jessa tries really hard not to make a face. Oh, right. Uh, thank you. Thank you. It could take a second, but yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Jessa tries really hard to, not to make a face, and she goes, <clears throat> Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure exactly what you are, Pen, but um, I am a, I'm a werewolf. I'm a werewolf. You know what those are, right? Pen freezes again and, and kind of looks at Jessa June. Oh, shit, Jessa June. And they do like a little dance kind of without moving their feet. Um, and they shrink another half inch and they're they're looking at Jessa and they start saying, Jessa Jessa June, you're Jessa June. <laughs> you, 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 you're you're Jessa June. And and steps forward and like and like takes the wrist and is like, You, 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 you're Jessa June. And well, getting wait, a little wait. bit smaller and a little bit and the chest hair is going in. <laughs> They're, they're hopping a bit more, and they're about you know, maybe an inch taller than you now, and um, and their uh, face is clearing up. It's now just weird and splotchy, like they're a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> and Jess is like, I mean, he's he's got her wrist, and she's not exactly trying to pull away, but she's like, uh huh. I'm just like, what are you do? Wait, wait, what do you do? Wait, what do you do? Why are you doing? Just so they're both just he's great, insane at the moment. Great and um and uh CC pen mark human being awesome definitely um stops themselves and is still holding on to her wrists and breathes and looks at her and is just very confused looking human person um and says hi I, I was supposed to, I was supposed to meet you. I'm not a werewolf. I'm not, but can you smell me? Um, I could change how I smell. I'm sure it's really bad. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You're awesome. Can you show me how you're a werewolf? I really want to see that, please. <laughs> you, I, I, I can smell you and it's, it, it, it I, I don't know that I would want to smell it a lot, but it's, oh, it's, it's, um, uh, it's all right. It's okay. Don't worry about it. It's a, I could jump in the pond. No, 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 I'm no, so it's, sorry. It's, it's, mm. it's fine. Don't worry about changing your scent because you're changing your shape and no, your I'm, head yes, and that's yes, I, yeah. yeah it's cool yeah. hold on wait a second and i turn into a wolf um <laughs> and i am a a uh beautiful uh you know sleekish um not too big gray wolf um you know flicking uh their ears very excitedly and with the tail going as though they were very much a labrapoodle and they bark and, and jessa because she's jessa um goes well you can hey, all right hang on and she shifts down into a wolf as well and the the dark brown with the black tips and everything and says in wolf we're not supposed to just do this in the middle of the city you understand that we're not supposed to just change we got people don't like to watch people just 
poof in the walls. At the, yeah, but Cece is hopping around and, <laughs> and barking and like trying to play with the Jessa wolf. She's <laughs> so excited. Oh, and isn't quite got their wolf mouth and is, you know, just getting it and just sort of, you know, <laughs> enjoying things like that. Bouncing around in circles around the Jessa werewolf. So yeah, for a moment, there are a couple of large wolves bouncing around in Reddington Town Park. Dale is in the backpack. That's the cutest thing! A wolf in a backpack with a clown doll poking out the top. Yes. That's not weird at all. Nope. <laughs> so I am hopping around with Dale on my back as a wolf <laughs> in the middle of the city park unobtrusively. So unobtrusively. You didn't bring us to a shady grove. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, so eventually they will stop bouncing around each other like cubs and <laughs> and Jessel will say what 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 do you come looking for me oh um are we still talking to wolf right yeah right right okay yeah, yeah. um yep so cc wolf is got her front paws on the ground and her butt keeps going up and down <laughs> and <laughs> She is explaining in Wolf, there's a tiger, there's a green tiger named Flurgy, and I don't know where they are, but I was supposed to find you. I was told to find you because you're going to know where Flurgy is, so you're going to tell me where Flurgy is. And I'm so excited to meet you, and I didn't know that you were a werewolf, and so I'm really glad. I really hope, were you never in the bio labs and being hurt? Because if you were, I'm going to kill Morgan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a lot of information. Um, and I think... Jess's ears are just doing like a tango over here. She's just like back forth. What the hell is going on? Um, she's like, for, wait, what's a what's a flurgy and a tiger and a what? No, I've never been in a lab. Why would I be in a? I I mean, there is a. I know there is a lab and there was a lab, but I've no, oh. I've never been in a lab. I don't want to be in a lab. You're not gonna oh, good. ask me to go to a lab, and are you? Cece turns into themselves, which is to say, uh, feminine presenting. Five, four, um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> flannels and pants, backpack, um, no hair except on, well, that you can see, except on their head with the two little buns and whatnot, um, and, you know, slightly still, like, duskyish skin, um, lightly, lightly, and, uh, and sitting down, like, just sort of, like, slumps onto their butt, and is saying, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you weren't in a lab. I'm oh, uh, a flurgy. I can um, I could actually, I could show you, I could show you what a flurgy is. And I reach into my backpack and I move Dale aside carefully, and I take out my um, my notebook in which I have drawn many very nice pictures of a flurgy, which is about a horse height, um, tiger with three eyes and tusks. And um, the last time it was hurt. And here, and here's another picture. Here's one where the two of us are dancing around. <laughs> and here's another one um, where he's curled up in my bed. That didn't happen, but like I hope it will. And um, and okay, well, okay, okay sorry. Backing up to her, going back to her normal form when she switches back to her normal form, which is not the dude who was talking to Jessa earlier. Right. Jessa like basically almost goes over on her back and switches back to her human form and is like wait a minute what the hell you that where did you all right is it this is still you right and then 
as, as the expression or the explanation goes on, she's like, thank you for showing me pictures. Please don't turn into a giant green tiger in the middle of the park. That's all I'm saying. And Cece manages to hear that and looks up at, at this woman and looks down at themselves and kind of closes the book and looks at her and just goes, um, I was, <laughs> I, who, you, uh, you, you, you saw all that, right? I'm not a flurgy. You, um, <laughs> hi. Hi. I don't know how to introduce myself. I'm sorry. Are you still Pen? I'm me. What? Oh, does me have a name? I, I I'm Cece. I mean, I Cece. am Pen. I guess I was Pen this afternoon. Right. I yeah. I met Pen a minute ago. Yeah. No, and... I didn't know what happened with him. I wasn't that way to begin with. But I, I mean, I was angry though. I'm sorry. Well, I saw that I'm too. So I, I yeah, I, I got that. Um, look, I don't. I I haven't seen a. Uh, a green tiger like your pictures those are nice oh, pictures by the way those are those are they're really nice um Thank but you. i haven't seen one um if you need help finding one i mean i do do you know wendy yeah I, sure i know wendy yeah she um she told me a week ago that for my friend the pictures not me i'm not a i mean i could be a flurgy but i'm not now um she told me he'd been seen in the forest north west and i asked someone i know and they told me to come to you and they said there were a lot of places where animals were being hurt in bio labs and um i don't like that but they said you knew about it so i i found you and i didn't mean i don't god you know i could do this on my own i'm really sorry and i start packing up my backpack no 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 hang hang on hang on <laughs> hang on relax now, for starters, I, I know the forest. I mean, we live out that way. So that's if that's where we need to go, we can go there. I don't know anything about bio labs hurting animals. Um, I know there are a couple labs around and I know one of them was doing something wacky with kids and that kind of thing, but didn't see any animals out there. Um, um, mm-hmm. If you need help, find it. You know what we should do? We should go and... um. What? Let me, we should go talk to, uh, we should go talk to my, my brothers and my daddy. He can, he can help us. Okay. They can help us look. Um, they're just over here in the, you know, the, well, you probably don't. Are they like you? <clears throat> they werewolves? Oh yeah. Uh, yep. Whole family. Should I be a wolf? No, 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 no. We're just going to walk like, like normal people down the street to the growl and prowl, okay. which is, that's our, our, I, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to stay like this just cause I know this best is that okay yeah it's fine it's that's okay. okay i just cc right Cece. yeah i mean you could call me cc or I mean, you can call me anything i guess call me cc that's fine okay well cc we're gonna walk down to the growl and prowl which is a, a car garage so it might smell bad just warning you you might smell bad <laughs> but can't smell worse than me right <laughs> oh no trust me it can smell bad but um all right and and we'll see who's there. One of them, one of my brothers, will be working the front desk. Um, I, I'm not sure which one's on duty today, but we can okay. go and talk to them and see what we can find out. Do they know about the bio labs? Uh, not uh, I mean, I don't think any of them have been in a lab either. 
That's really good to hear. Okay. All right. Thank okay. You. It's just it's just down here. Just just back pat. Yeah. Okay. There we go. All right. Lead the way. And Jessa okay. will lead the way to the Growlin Prowl. As a human, totally human, totally normal, normal human, honest. Human, CC. I would still like. I would still say she's given herself like two more inches, like so five six. Reddington is one of the most accepting places you'll ever find, but even the locals will try to steal a glance at big dogs shape shifting into people in public places. Oh, people saw that. Oh, shit. Nobody is giving them a hard time or looking at them with malice. In fact, we checked in with a bystander at the scene. This is basically normal for Reddington. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Everyone's pretty good at minding their own business. Mind your business. Mind your business. As the duo makes their way to the Growlin' Prowl, Nihilus is chatting with Luke Greeley at the front desk about getting his car ready. So, so Luke, yeah, it's it's been riding a little rough. Have you guys managed to figure anything out? I mean, I really, I really... I, I want to get out on the road at some point. At this point, you know, the season's kind of, kind of coming to an end. I was thinking maybe, maybe early next year. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to work on getting some, some more places to stop for, you know, for the, for the podcast I'm working on. The, uh, and, and I really want to get out on the road. So I, I'd like to get this sorted out. Um, yeah, I mean, we could put, we could put chains on your tires if you wanted to go somewhere in winter. Uh, there's, there's ways around that. But um, as far as it riding a little bit rough, uh, there's a few more things we might try. I, Mick, I don't know anything about cars. This is Algy speaking. I don't know <laughs> anything about cars. <laughs> also, Nathis is... I'm surprised Nathis knows the podcast is. Anyway, um, I mean, there's a couple Zoe, things... Zoe's been telling me about them. Mm-hmm. I, I was just going to write it, write like an article or something, uh, and Zoe, Zoe said this would be better. Oh, for that newspaper that you are on. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, podcast about food sounds great. Um, as far as your car, we can give it another once over. I'll talk to my dad about it. He might have some more tips about how to make it even better. It is a little bit old. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of sentimental though. It's, it's, you know, we've had some times together, so. No, I understand that. Uh, but yeah, we'll take a look. Um. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, I don't really need it around town. Um, so I can, I can walk back to the shop at some point and get, uh, you know, my bicycle for in town. Um, I did manage to pick up, uh, some nice fresh salmon for tonight though, uh, that I think is going to be a real hit. Oh yeah. It's about seafood season now. Are you, uh. You have some new recipes planned for your restaurant you're planning to try out on us? Yeah, yeah. I've got a, a couple different things. I'm, I'm, you know, the, the, the salmon is really good right now, but I, yeah, I need to figure out exactly how I want to serve it. So I was hoping maybe I could try a couple different things tonight and, and, and see how those go over and, and maybe solidify next week's menu. You know, as always, you can try as many dishes as you want on us. Yeah, but maybe this time I, I do I do need a little bit more input, you know, before it's just all gone. Um, like I, I need to pick one of them. That's, that's, that's the best, not, not just have it all disappear. Um, so I they're mean, all very half, good. Like, I, How many menu <laughs> items are you allowed to have? Because my thought is you can have all of the menu items. I do try to keep it a little bit more selective. Um, well, you know, I don't, I, I find a cluttered menu. It's just, it, it, it kind of turns people off and, you know, they, they don't, they don't want to be overwhelmed with choices. They should be come in give them a couple different options that kind of fit what they might be in the mood for but 
but just uh, you know i try to play things in season um and I, I like to try to keep it kind of short well all right i'll tell you what as a special favor i will talk to the boys and i will tell them we will all queue our food at least three times <laughs> three cues per piece and we will make a list of which ones we like best that that would be really appreciated. Now, I can't guarantee that that list won't all be everything at number one, but we will do our best. <laughs> I, I, I know you, though. I know you. All right. Now, did you need some help carrying that salmon back to uh, back to your place or to our place if you wanted to come cook in our kitchen? I think it's fair to say Cece smells salmon. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a fair bet. Yeah. Just starts walking a little closer. Fortunately for Nihilus... Alistair is watching over the salmon. <laughs> um, so if that's a good place, <laughs> Jessa will walk into the shop with Cece right up on her heels, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and go and go, hey, who's, oh, hey, 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 Luke. Um, Hey, hey, Mr. Nellis, I didn't know you. Hey, hey Jessa June. Jessa June, good to see you. I was about to send out... I was about to send out a search party because you know you you don't you do not great with phones. What? Oh, did did something happen? I had a message for you from Doc Morgan. Oh, uh, oh. Cece has stopped between seeing Nihilus and hearing about Morgan, and is thinking about just moonwalking. <laughs> <laughs> Use any situation. Okay, sure. Uh, a message from from Doc Morgan about. Yeah, I wanted to make sure you were okay. Uh, Doc Morgan called. They said that an angry man was coming to ask you about an evil laboratory. Which, listen, I know we send you out on those jobs by yourself. We do also vet them very carefully. You would tell us if we were accidentally sending you to an evil laboratory, would you? Um. So. Well, the uh, you know what the evil or not the evil man the the angry man found me, uh, and we had a little mm -hmm. conversation. Mm -hmm. And you handled that. Yep, handled that all taken care of. Um, and then I met uh I met my friend here. This is Luke Cece. This is my my brother. This is this is Luke Holler. Um, Luke, this is Cece. Uh, Cece is directly behind your shoulder. And because they're not moonwalking, because they know that would look weird, um, they are just looking at whoever they're supposed to look at, such as Luke, right now. Well, any friend of Jessa June's is a friend of ours. It's a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> Cece is not sniffing because of having been repudiated before, but that makes the salmon rise up and they tilt their head. And they try not to slobber because they forgot they didn't eat. <laughs> well, Jesse June, you may have solved the problem for me. See, Nihilus here was asking us if we could give actual opinions on his different dishes, besides just everything is wonderful and delicious. And thank you so much for your hospitality, Mr. Wheeler, sir. And I, mean, and I love those nights, too, when I come by and, you know, just whip something up and playing cards and all, all that's been a lot of fun. But uh, tonight, Tonight, Tonight we, we have, have a mission. mission. Now, is your friend any How good? How do you know we have a mission? I'm sorry, who told you we have a mission? <laughs> I, to uh, set Head the, on the swivel. menu. Hi, uh, by the way, hi, I'm I'm Nihilus. Nihilus hi, Miller. I know uh, you. I, I mean, oh, I uh, I mean, you do you you uh, food 
Do you? I, nah. I do. I do food. I, 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 I very much enjoy doing food. Um, so I take it you've probably been to the Gilded Pheasant then? I know I'm not always uh, actually, there. Actually, I uh, have. I was there once, but, uh, um, Nihilus is just is not going to interrupt because interrupting is rude. So it's just kind of leaning forward, um, intrigued. Um, once, yeah. Um, Jess is trying really hard not to look over her shoulder. I had. Did you? Did you and, not have a good experience? Is, is there uh, something like? Is there something that? Uh, no. Um. Better, or, it uh, starts pulling on Jessa June's arm and going. I think we should just leave. But I I, we, you wanted help to find your. I wanted your help, help. Not. What? Not. I want your help. All right then. Um, Jesse June, are you and your friend good? There's not. We're fine. We're all right. I'm pretty sure that was just nonsense from the doc. But there's not actually an evil child kidnapping lab after you. No. Af- no. 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 After CC steps forward and pushes Jesse June aside and says, "No, they haven't been stealing children. They've been hurting tigers." Well, not tigers. Ti- we but, have uh, tigers uh, in we, Reddington? Nihilus, I tend not to ask questions about what we have in Reddington. Oh, would you step away? I really want to eat whatever's in your arm. <laughs> um, so, for starters, Cece, it doesn't usually smell like fish in here, so Ugh. it's, it's, um, that's, that's for dinner, so. That's unfortunate. It's, that's, that strong? Nihilus, I think Nihilus has like a wicker basket. Uh, like the fish is in the like is like in bags, and there's some ice in there. He's like, well, it's wrapped up pretty pretty well. While we're checking in on the fish, how is its guardian angler Alistair doing lately? Since Alistair usually does most of the repairs to the car um, when they're home repairs, um, has just been like metaphorically beating their head against a wall because they know what's wrong with the car. Um, is Alistair the reason there is something new wrong with the car? Like the Greeley's fix it up great every time, and then Alistair's like, "No, no, no, this can go faster." Um, I, don't, I, I think I think Alistair actually knows what he's doing. Uh, <laughs> I think it's just an old car. It's and not and Nihilus does not take care of it as well. Oh as no, Alistair fixes no. it. Nihilus doesn't really take care of it. Nihilus doesn't always you know know that he's you know i don't want to bother alistair and he's, he's you know when he gets to enjoy the food and i don't you know i don't want to bother him so i'll just, I'll just take it to the growl and prowl and i've been meaning to stop by and talk to luke anyway and Aww. uh but uh so and then there is this a uh, little confrontation and when there's the comments about um what did cc not enjoy the food there was there probably like alistair i think picks up on that and is worried that Nihilus is upset about something. Well, and so does um, Nihilus say that or is Alistair talking to Nihilus? That was what Nihilus, when Nihilus was talking with Cece and Cece oh. was like kind of blanked for a second and, right. and, and Nihilus was asking if something was wrong. Did you not have a good time? Is, is, is there anything we can improve? Um, Alistair was picking up on Nihilus's being a little, uh, perceiving Nihilus as maybe being flustered or upset. If Nihilus is even um, the tiniest bit upset, Alistair. <laughs> I love this. I love this so much. I'm sorry. So given that it is chaos, Jess is going to take a deep breath. She hasn't moved other than, I mean, she other than getting pushed aside, but she's going to take a deep breath and go, y'all one thing at a time. Just can we get through one thing at a time? Just hang on. Just everybody stop. We good. And she'll make sure she looks at everybody. And she'll then she'll go back to Luke and say, first things first. No. 
There is no evil lab after me. I am relieved to hear that. Was was that a concern? Do we have we have evil labs? And then she'll look to uh, Nihilus, and she goes, "Mr. Nihilus, there are labs in Reddington. You, you I, I don't know. You might not know that, but there are some labs, and there is at least one that does some sketchy things. Um, but." As far as tigers, well, we were going to try to find one because there might be one on the loose. Um, um, I also but... heard there was dinner. There, there was, I mean, most most nights there is dinner. T- tonight, yes, there was, uh, we were going to do di- dinner. Or lunch. Uh, dinner over at the Greeley's. Brunch. Uh, now. Are you, did you? Oh, you, are you hungry? See, see. Yeah. Then I, I, I could tell you all about tigers if everyone is safe. Um, actually, and I lean over to Jessa June, can I sniff people now? Um, uh, Jess is actually going, um, uh, um, hey, Luke, um, do you mind if, um, Cece here gives you a sniff? Oh, well, seeing as he's your friend, that's perfectly fine. I mean, she, she, she sniffed me real good, so. All right. I was not aware, my apologies, uh, Cece, that this was the sort of situation that our Jessicaine was getting into. Go right on ahead. Thank you. Yes, we are. And then leans into Jessica June again and goes, does this guy know what you are? Yeah, he's okay. Just be be gentle, okay? Just be nice to Mr. Nihilus. Is he one, two? No, no, no. God, no. Uh-uh. No. Okay. And then Cece stands back and goes, yes, we are all werewolves here. Thank you for letting me sniff you. Not usually how we go about that, but... I, I, I didn't realize you guys typically, like, that you all just announced that, so I thought... I Not, not typically, not... I am not of their tribe, and that is how... Please, please, please don't cry. Jess and June, I don't want to make your friend cry. It's okay. Just don't. No, uh, don't, don't, don't cry, Cece. It's okay. Just why don't you go on over and sniff Luke? Luke will let you sniff him. It's all right. Maybe don't. Okay. Maybe don't sniff Mr. Nellis. Thank you. And I step forward and I curtsy deeply before Luke <laughs> with a little flourish. <laughs> and I respectfully hold out my nose for whatever part. He would like me to sniff. So if if, if I may, uh, I think Luke smells like an Arctic breeze. Ooh. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, hey, Nihilus, that wouldn't be Alistair's doing, would it? For the next couple of, of minutes while they're in this space. So like everything that Cece goes to smell is just completely random and utterly out of place like not just one consistent thing but it's like so luke smells like an arctic breeze like like just that bracing dry cold air uh and then you you, uh, that that can't be right okay so you go to smell something else and it's just like damp humid jungle given cc's uh sort of awkward curtsy Luke was going to just raise his eyebrows, give an exaggerated bow, and hold out a hand like this. Um, oh, sort of um, to take to take Cece's hand and bring them both up towards Cece's nose. 
Cece is is very much obliged. (laughs) 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 Puts her hand in his and like turns his hand over to smell him daintily, looking at him, and then goes (laughs) as that Arctic breeze gets all the way up her nostrils. And, um, Luke's next move was going to be like a headlock type situation, but given that, he like pulls back. He's like, "Are you? Is are you okay?" Uh, Jess is like, "Luke, have you been sticking your hand in gasoline again or something?" Like, what? I mean, I did do an oil change earlier. It's like, I can go wash my hands if you need me to. And uh, Cece just turns and like sniffs the air near Nihilus, which gets her what? <laughs> uh, like, very humid, damp jungle. Um, that, that kind of deep, earthy smell. What the um, fuck? Uh, which makes her eyelashes flutter, and again, <laughs> things start to move. <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> Cece just attracted to everyone in this room. Is very confused. <laughs> it takes a step away. And rests against a, a wall for a second, and then just out of curiosity, smells the wall, which is <laughs> lilacs in bloom. <laughs> which is very much not it right now. There should not be lilacs in bloom. <laughs> oh, uh, no, but that's very nice. And since it's calming, Cece is just going to stay there <laughs> and pull themselves together and smell lilac and have a lot of questions for later. I just have this image of Cece standing against the wall, just like. <laughs> Just like huffing lilacs. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yes. So sure, Cece is against the wall. We're in just a, a j- garage or like a, <laughs> an auto shop. Well, <laughs> is there one of those racks of like the Christmas tree shaped? Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> is it these? Is yes. it this? this one's throwing me off? There's just all of them. They're all right there. There's got to be this, right? <laughs> there is totally a rack of. Cheap car fresheners. Now, Jessa June, your friend, the definite werewolf, has she been a definite werewolf for long? So, Jessica goes and Jessica, Jessica goes and leans on the counter, <laughs> her face in her hands, and goes, Luke Holler, she ain't a werewolf at all. I mean, she can turn oh, into Cece a wolf, is but turning I don't know. and looking at you. She's not saying anything, but she's looking at you. Well, Jess is not looking at you, so Jess Great. is getting stared <laughs> at. Jessica, you and your friend's business is her business. I was just wondering, is she accustomed to smelling well, she, anything? The, I'm, so, uh, is he pretty... Uh, Nihilus, like, lifts his arm up. Is it, do, is it me? Do I... I'm, do, do I... Is there something... Do I, am I off? Am I, I, I took a shower I this mean, morning. I Mr. Nihilus... Permission to check? Go for it. Um, Luke puts an arm around Nihilus, <laughs> leans over and smells him. What What? Do, what does Luke smell? Oh, definitely some fish, since there was the fish market. But under that, there's just... So just normal, normal Nihilus smells. Very kitchen. Of, it's a pretty eclectic set of smells. Um, kind of a baseline of of um, oil from frying things um, that's picked up a couple of other things in it. Probably some um, peppers. Um, like a little bit of spice. Well, I would say you smell as you normally do, which is perfectly normal and perfectly lovely. 
With Alistair's concern about Cece sniffing around growing, the odors she's picking up are becoming increasingly noxious. Two more sniffs? I think it'd be wise to back up from Nihilus. At least until you've made a proper introduction. Great. Um, okay, so we left off that my focus is on being outed by Jessica <laughs> She Jessica, didn't exactly Jessica. out you, but... Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's a big secret that I mostly keep... I guess you haven't outed every part, but... Uh, no. He can be whatever he wants. As a matter of fact, she kept... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did keep Penn under wraps. Yeah, see? Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Cece is still looking, and their nose is full of more lavender now. What's the last thing that someone said? Luke was smelling nihilus. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's right. Um... I think Cece looks at at that and is is sort of wondering, uh, excuse me, um, sir, sort of looking at Luke. Is uh, so is that guy also a werewolf or what are you, Mister Nihilus here? Mister Nihilus, yes. He is a perfectly lovely human chef, which is a human who is also a chef, not a. Just to be clear, because there were some concerning phone calls earlier this today, um. He is a human, and he is a chef, and he has, I think, been cooking, what's that, something fried. Oh, probably, uh... Not calamari. No, no, no. I, that's, I, as much as I would love to, it's just not fresh. I can't get it fresh enough here. And you know I don't like to serve anything that's not, not really fresh and in season. Mm, what is that? Uh, I was actually um, doing some, some mussels in a mustard cream sauce earlier, uh, trying that out. Uh, oh, for, and Cece swallows... Week. Thinking of that. And that sounds delicious, Mr. Nellis, sir. Were you planning to bring those to dinner tonight or? Well, I, I kind of had the recipe uh, that I was going to use for those uh, set already. I really wanted wanted some help kind of trying to narrow down the salmon. But if if it'd be appreciated, I, I, we, I do have some extra I could bring along. Sounds, oh, it if is that sounds good. Always appreciated. Salmon is good in the mouth. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, it's it's still pretty pretty raw. I haven't I haven't cooked it, or I, I you know I I've got the. I'll tell you all about a tiger if you give me some salmon, please. See, I was gonna say maybe we should get back to the tiger, but uh, I don't know, Cece. Do you need it cooked, or you just want a piece Actually, of? Actually, I mean, we could. Uh, mm, I've never eaten salmon in my wolf form. Um, Have you? Well. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, uh Luke leans forward a little bit. If there is going to be um wolves consuming raw salmon, we might want to move out of the garage. Uh, at least go into the back? Is there anybody we back could, there? We could do that. I was just gonna say, is there like a break room with a bunch of just like bowls <laughs> on the floor? <laughs> and a giant dog bed. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing if we could go to your back room and, and have some wolf sushi. We could head to the break room, just maybe not out in the customer area. Oh. Right, that's a good idea. We shouldn't be in public in wolf form. Right, Cece? Right. <laughs> not in wolf form. Yeah, so um, if, we, if we're going to take a break and have a snack, yeah. then, yeah, let's, um, <laughs> let's go to the back room. If you Luke. don't mind, Mr. Nihilus? I'm Cece. Uh, yeah, just just Nihilus is fine. Um, you're probably getting a blend of smells at this point that you should that you would expect and Great. that you should not be smelling. Then then that is very calming, and Cece will 
hold out their hand to Nihilus to shake it, if he is so willing. Nihilus absolutely uh, steps forward and just um, goes to shake Cece's hand. And I think Cece's hand goes through Nihilus. Cece freaks out, jumps away, and turns into a wolf and growls. No, wait, Cece. <laughs> I, um, I, uh, t- that, um, okay, that was, I, 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 Alistair? Mr. Mr. Nihilus, I don't know what that was, but maybe you could go behind the counter with, um, with Luke. Just, just, just to be on the safe side, just in case. I think that's a good idea. I'm going to step outside and, for a and second. And Cece growls, um, my hand went through him. Yeah, I'll be right back. He's going to head, um, kind of back towards the garage. And, Alistair, I told you, 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 we talked about this. You can't just be, it's when you're, I know, I, you don't get to, and. This isn't a D&D podcast. Uh, not really. It's only allegedly a D&D podcast. This isn't a group of seasoned tabletop battle veterans. No. This is a group of disaster humans. Everything's gonna be great. Everything's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be great. Okay. Out to roll bones. Closing time. Square is closed. Make questionable jokes. I'm a man. And possibly, if they're lucky. Well, I don't love that. Find some kind of story along the way. And they're guided gently by me. Ascension dumpster fire. We just wanted to be extremely clear about what y'all are getting yourselves into. That being said, welcome to Horizons Point, you goddamn nerds. Let's get weird. Join us in Horizons Point, a bi-weekly actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Allegedly. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Jess is doing the, the placating the angry dog thing, the, you know, a little bit crouched, the hands out, you know, um, and, and says, now, I, I understand that was that was weird. I saw it too. That was weird. I wasn't expecting that. But mm-hmm. that maybe don't. I mean, I know that's upsetting, but maybe could you come back to to CC again? Because if there's a, a fight in in the customer area here, my daddy's going to tan my hide. So could you? Yeah, CC slowly while staying on all fours, just kind of hackles down into a CC and is staying there on all fours a little bit, crouched, letting Jessa June still pat their back. Yep. And hold themselves together. <laughs> okay, you you let me know when you can stand up again. I I'll even give you a hand up if you need it. Uh, just uh, will help her stand up. Just didn't know. Just didn't know Mr. Nihilus was a ghost. Well, I. In which case, I'm guessing the salmon is ghost, and we can't eat it. So we may as well go if there's no salmon. No, I think that's actual, real, honest goodness salmon. I mean. Okay. I I didn't know Mr. Nellis could do that either, but... I was hit on the head by a poltergeist. There's a ghost in my house, but at least it's in a doll. <laughs> There's another doll. Oh, no! And I sort of take out my, my backpack and I say, Dale! Dale, come and sava! Sava bien! Um, why... Pas trop sûr, là, en fait. Um, dans nos... Qu'est-ce que c'est? Quoi? Il n'y a pas Lafayette. 
si vous voulez voir la chambre, un moment. Uh, and I pick up Dale and just sort of, you know, aim them around the room like a search camera. <laughs> Alistair's not in the room right now. Just June, do you think your friend and her doll could possibly make their way into the break room? Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rien bizarre. Um, um, Jessica kind of half looks over her shoulder at Luke, like she's completely distracted by the survey with the doll. Um, and she she goes, uh, yeah, um, she, Cece, and she sort she like half reaches but doesn't actually try to touch Cece. How about how about you and me and and your your friend go into the back room and and Mr. Nihilus and and Luke Collar will come when they when they can. And and maybe we can have some salmon after all, but we should just go in the back now, okay? What? Je viens de faire While Cece and Jessa June head to the break room, let's follow Luke to the garage and see what he and Nihilus get up to. As soon as Luke pops his head into the garage, just a little bit of pressure in his ears, and then his ears kind of pop a little bit, like that. Like, just can't seem to hear anything. Um, so you can see Nihilus kind of gesticulating there, but can't really hear anything for a few seconds. And then finally Nihilus kind of stops the conversation they're apparently having with uh, with himself. And then you can, your ears kind of ring a little bit and just kind of sounds come back. Oh, 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 Luke. Um, well, hey, Mr. Uh, Nihilus, that was a neat trick you had there. Oh, yeah, yeah. A couple of neat tricks, maybe. Uh, funny, funny things you happen sometimes like that, you know. Um, you know, trying some new recipes, uh, trying out a few new spells. Uh, sometimes there's some you know, lingering effects that just kind of you know, pop up uh, when you don't expect. Just uh, a bit of an accidental magic trick, especially for Jesse June's uh, friend. You know, it can't always control when. When stuff, you know, happens, uh, you know, the, the, the way the digestive system is funny like that. Um, you know, yeah, I did some things for, for, for breakfast I was trying out, and I guess, you know, maybe they just kind of finally hit. Um, it is, uh, yeah. you know, it is, the human body is a fascinating thing, Mr. Nihilus. Um, Mr. Nihilus, I like you. We all like you around here. You are an exemplary chef and just a genuinely sweet person. You know that? Oh, I, I appreciate that. And I, re- I really enjoy coming around and 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 dinner with with the Greeleys and with with you all and it's a, yeah it's a wonderful time it kind of reminds me of dinner with my family like a big big family around the table it's i really enjoy them having family is a nice thing um and you know whatever that was i ain't mad but just try to be a little careful jessica june doesn't bring a lot of friends home and i'm kind of hoping you know if the werewolf thing don't scare her off Maybe, maybe we should not do anything to scare her off. Uh, I am feeling quite a bit better. Uh, I think, I think we should be Okay. Go- I mean, if you're in need of a snack, we don't have anything like you have over at the Gilded Pheasant, but I could certainly wrestle something up. Oh, oh, I've, I've got some, I've got some snacks with me. Never leave home without. All right. Well. I've actually been working on a, uh, a jerky recipe. Really? Uh, if you, Nihilus digs into his uh, messenger bag and, and pulls out a bit of jerky. I've, I've actually been meaning, I, I should, I don't know why I didn't think of it earlier. If you want to try some. Sure, yeah. Um, I'll try some of that, and let's go. I don't know how much Jesse June's friends knows about things that happen in Reddington, but maybe a little bit of explanation about 
you know, magical snacks sometimes have unintended side effects, so he doesn't... I think he thinks you're a ghost, and, uh... I would very much like a proper introduction, and and would like to... Yes, I feel... I do feel bad about that, and I would like to try to set things straight and have a much better first impression. I think that's a good idea. So, yeah, we should probably... Yeah. We should probably get in there. And we head over. Let's check in on our friends in the break room. Uh, Cece's been mostly calmed down, I think. And uh, has put Dale away for reasons. Which makes Jessa much happier. I mean, Jessa's still sort of keeping her distance now from the backpack. Um, <laughs> but she's definitely relaxed a notch uh, with the doll being put away. Um, and she she is not sitting. I don't know if Cece is sitting. but Oh, yeah. I was thinking Cece would sit and maybe has a backpack in front of them and is, you know packing Dale in nicely and um but also having the backpack in front of them facing towards the door. You know, Nihilus uh would approach the door and just from the door frame kind of wrap wrap on the door frame, make themselves known and not just barge in. Just will call out y'all can come on in. We're not we're not having a private conversation or nothing. Come on in. Cece liked the fact that they saw the hand not go through the door frame. <laughs> 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 And I uh, just kind of timidly it pokes his head in. He goes, um, "All right, uh, if you don't mind, I would appreciate trying this again." And just, "Hello, I'm Nihilus. Uh You said you already know that, but I uh, feel that I very much owe you an apology for what happened earlier. Cece nods um, slowly. That that has been sorted out, and I. Would like to make a, a peace offering, if you will. Uh, and Nihilus um, opens like the top of the wicker basket and reaches in and pulls out uh, what looks like uh, a log, like a small log. Like it, it like puts it back in real quick, like like an actual wood, like a piece of wood, and then like a stake. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's it's just a big. It's just like a very rough big stick. So like he reaches in and just starts pulling out and it like the end of a stick and just immediately shoves it back into the basket and just kind of like, sorry, I grabbed the and and pulls out a piece of salmon. <laughs> um, Good. Cece is wondering whether Nihilus was planning to be rude and throw the stick in front of three <laughs> werewolves. He would never. <laughs> um, so Nihilus sets the basket on kind of the, I'm assuming there's a table in the break room. Uh, we sit that you're sitting at. So it sets the basket kind of on the corner. It sets down and unwraps a piece of salmon. Um, that is kind of wrapped in some brown paper and everything. That um, smells like salmon. <laughs> that smells very much like salmon. Looks very much like salmon. Um, and you can kind of see. Oh yeah, you know it was the the. I mean, it's a long piece of fish. It's wrapped in brown paper. You know, was it? What is the stick? And he sets that down and slides it forward. And you can see actually in the wicker basket that's still open, there are definitely no sticks in there. God damn it. <laughs> And slides that forward and says, you You said you were hungry. Um, I typically prefer to cook them. I have more than enough. Uh, but you are welcome to this piece. Again, I am very sorry. Um, and holds out his hand. Cece looks at Jessa June. Jessa is now eyeballing that basket, but... Um... <laughs> But she'll she'll like shake it off and and go. Mister Nihilus is real. He's really a nice man. And I I honestly I don't I, I don't know what that was, Mister Nihilus. I don't know how Cece's hand went right through you like that. But um, 
Mr. Nellis is really nice, and I think you should give him a chance, Cece, because I, I think you, you two might get along. Cece looks at Luke. Yeah, uh, Cece, you know how all three of us are definitely werewolves. There are other people with other talents, and sometimes Mr. Nihilus uh, cooks things. Not this. He would never do that to someone else, but he likes to try out experiments on himself, uh, uh, recipe-wise. And Oh, I've, I've been dabbling in, in some magic. Uh, very normal, 100% human, um, but I, I have uh, been, been working with magic uh, and trying to incorporate that a little bit. Um, so definitely, yeah, that uh, I think what happened earlier is something I was um, experimenting with this morning, just kind of a, a belated effect from that. It should be passed now. I, again, terribly sorry. Cece uh, looks at the salmon to see if there's any sparkles. <laughs> I just bought this. It, it, I have not. I have not touched the fish itself. It, it, it was handed to me, wrapped there. I have. I. I'm so, so sorry about earlier. Cece stands up, looks again at Jessa June for, like, approval. Okay, sees that nod, reaches out to Nihilus with a hand. Does the hand go through? <laughs> no. Oh, it is very oh. much there. It is very much physical. Great. Everything is smelling definitely normal at this point. Cece sort of says, can I keep touching just to be sure. If that is what would make you the most comfortable, then of course. Great. And Cece just sort of pats up Nihilus's arm. Oh, oh, oh! And I cross his neck. I, I thought you meant just continue to touch the, like, <laughs> like it's time, but not. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, yeah, just going it goes okay. down oh, the oh, other yep. arm oh, and I, sort of like walks oh. forward and grabs his torso and I, just sort of pat I'm, down I'm, the body. Ticklish. <laughs> and then stands back and goes, "Okay." And then steps up to the salmon and touches it. <laughs> it's a little oily. <laughs> a little bit. Okay. And sort of rests off a little bit of it and holds it out to Nihilus <laughs> and says, Would you mind eating it and then letting me touch you again? No. <laughs> the raw salmon? <laughs> uh, Jessa says, uh, Cece, I don't know if he wants to eat raw salmon. His, his stomach isn't going to work with that the same well, he ate something well, yeah but he makes and it made him into no a but he egg. makes cooked food you know meals he makes stuff ghost. that that you can eat like a like i a, am i it's it's okay jessa if if this is what would make them comfortable then i and, and cc's feeling bad about being mean but the onus is on me to make right what happened earlier and and nihilus takes the little piece of salmon uh uh takes it and you know pops it into his mouth Kind of like sticks his tongue out and sets it on his tongue ah, 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 and, <laughs> and uh, swallows it. Kind of waits a couple seconds and then offers his hand again. <laughs> Cece takes the hands, squeezes them. Okay, good. Up the shoulders, sort of pats his tummy, <laughs> then decides to do a little curtsy and say, Thank you for that. Uh, of course. I'm sorry I was weird. Please <laughs> never, ever, ever make me into a ghost. I wouldn't dream. Thank of, you. Of, of course but not. Nobody's going to kill you, Cece. That's, <laughs> that, that's not how it goes around here. I mean, we're not going to. That hasn't always been my experience. So, okay. Um, 
Thank, thank you. If it's good for eating, we can all be humans and werewolves. And thank you for the salmon. I'm really starving. And um, I'm happy to tell you Greeley's about... I'm so sorry. I'm I'm sorry. If mom were here, I wouldn't be this dumb. Sorry. Let's have breakfast. And um, then I'll tell you everything. Okay. Sure. That sounds like a that sounds like a good idea. Best solution to the whole the whole start of the day. Let's let's have breakfast. <laughs> I mean, I, I well, I mean, I we are in a a, a garage um at the moment. Uh, so uh, I I was planning on this was going to be dinner. Um, I do have uh, a few other. You know what? Let me see uh, what I can come up with. And I was just like dumps his messenger bag out on the table <laughs> and there's all kinds of stuff in there you know different seasonings and stuff there's some jerky uh apparently and cc starts snacking on um, that oh, mm-hmm. oh let me know what you think about that i'm I'm trying out a couple different things i uh, different recipes and uh, mm. it's it's oaky it's good yeah it's actually uh, i i i put it out uh back and smoked it a little bit um too to try to get and that they in keep it. going um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I think uh, Nihilus has various small amounts of different ingredients and everything. And there's, uh, you know, I think there's going to be some pouches of saltines and stuff mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. Um, a little bit of water and some various other things. He said, you know what? Let me um, let me give something a try here. Uh, and it kind of like opens up the pouches of saltines and everything, kind of arranges everything a little bit in a small pile. Uh, in the center. Um, I, oh, actually, you know, uh, <laughs> it grabs uh, a plate uh, and puts it. I'm assuming we're in the break room. There's probably plates and stuff there. Um, picks the small pile of stuff up off the table, so it's not just sitting right on the table. Puts a plate down, sets it on that, um, and then kind of starts staring off into space and like just kind of moving his fingers around, um, kind of seemingly plucking at things in the air. And it's going to try to turn these saltines and a little bit of water and everything into. Uh, a loaf of fresh bread. Cece is holding their backpack again, <laughs> very close to them, while eating all the jerky. All the jerky is just with them. <laughs> <laughs> I think initially everything just starts swelling up a little bit and then almost starts uh, all the ingredients on the plate um, and then kind of start getting wispy at the edges uh, and gradually deteriorate into these kind of long strands that then start kind of dancing and weaving around um, on the plate and then kind of knitting themselves back together. And then there's just a small pulse of light, and suddenly there's just this nice, pleasant um, little puff of air that carries an aroma of a freshly baked bread. Um, and actually, specifically uh, in the form of a pile of bagels, because it's breakfast and we have salmon. And- <laughs> Nice. Nice. Uh, nice. Luke just starts yes. clapping. <laughs> well, Mr. Nihilus, I have long known you were a wizard of a chef, but uh you are apparently a chef of a wizard as well. <laughs> Jess is just nodding in approval. She's like, that's right, that's right, that that smells nice. That that's good. Um, this is pretty impressive, and Cece likes that the Greeleys are cool with it. Um, and Cece has also opened the flap of their backpack, which is again on the front of them, just enough for Dale to be able to witness this. <laughs> is is Dale's yeah. head still in the, I mean, like, is it covered or is it like... Concerned that he has freaked out Jessa June, Dale decides to channel his inner mime and silently observe the rest of the conversation. You were behaving weird. 
but no, so he's, he can be inside the backpack. So it's more like folding it down so that his, you know, cute little furrow head can, can see. Cute little clown watching us all. No, just watching the magic. Uh, so there's, so there's, there's bread and salmon on the table. So Jess is like, well, I, then I guess it's, or not bread, sorry, bagels. Um, just like, uh, <laughs> so we're going to eat. I don't see why not. Let's eat. You're going to eat Mr. Nihilus? Oh yeah. Uh, happy to join. Yeah. Nihilus takes a little piece of the, uh, the salmon off for himself, uh, and like has just kind of a little piece in one hand and digs around in his, in his bag and finds a little wood chip, uh, left over, uh, from the jerky from smoking that pops the wood chip in his mouth. Um, and then kind of cups his hands together over the salmon and kind of uh just blows through and you see a bunch of smoke coming out and has some yeah some smoked salmon for it with his bagel <laughs> i'm sorry jess's brain just went <laughs> right <laughs> and there is now smoke coming out of her ears because what the f- <laughs> that's, that's magic this is like that's that is that is so cool i'm sorry that like seriously jess that, if, no. he, if he does that jess is just gonna watch him and like try really hard not to let her jaw actually fall open because she's just like <laughs> How did how did you you just cook Cece's it? just watching and eating and watching and eating and watching and eating at this point. <laughs> like, wh- what else you gonna do, Mister? <laughs> <Nice? laughs> oh, I was uh, planning to eat next. Oh. <laughs> For my next trick, I make it uh, disappear. Breakfast in a show. <laughs> <laughs> and <he> starts eating. <laughs> All right, that's good. That's good. <sighs> we all have yeah food. We all have we all have food. salmon bagels. Everything's okay. That's right. Um, yeah, I guess eventually, now that, you know, sated and whatnot, um, I'm presuming there is enough that three werewolves and a nihilist would be sated. Um, I would hope so. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking, like, big slabs of salmon. Uh, a couple of those. Great. Um, so I think Cece would sort of quickly fill you in on the basics. All right. So um, I spoke with Wendy last week after the gala, which... I understand you, Mr. Nihilus, um, catered. Yes. Uh, it was very good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was, it was very tasty. If I, if I had, if I had, well, I guess I did. No, mm, never mind. It doesn't matter. Um, I, I, I was there and you didn't see me and it was delicious. And it was a pretty busy event. Uh, it was a wonderful event, by the way. I got to, I'm glad I got to see that, uh, bringing, being around for the food. Yeah. Did you see the banner? With a puff paint? I did that one. Oh, you did? That that looked great. I did. That was me. That was my idea. Um, anyway, so uh, right that night, uh, Wendy actually found me afterwards and, and told me that Flurgy, the Flurgelschwump, had been um, maybe seen in the woods around here. And um, so about six months ago is is when I found Flurgy in a, um, in a lab of some sort. And she looks at Jessa June. Um, and Flurgy was in pain and there was blood and they were really upset and I let them out, but then I lost track of them because I sort of, I think I lost track of everything. I don't know. Anyway, um, so I haven't seen him and I don't know if he's okay because I, I wasn't able to heal him, but people think he's a monster, but you, I mean, we all know things can look like monsters and not be monsters. Um. Or I guess, and then looking at Nihilus, I guess things could look like ghosts and not be monsters. So anyway, I'm um, 
I'm I'm looking for him. He's uh he's about as tall as a horse, and he's green and he's a tiger and he's got three eyes. I don't know why, uh, because he didn't tell me. But um, oh, I have three eyes. And sometimes. he's got do do you how well, it, show kind me of meta metaphysically speaking. Meta who in uh, just being <laughs> in touch. Uh, you know, it's it, part of the magical training. The uh you know the third eye opening and it's kind of seeing seeing the unseen and it's not so much is a physical this, thing. Is this another? It's a magic trick? Uh, sure. We could, yeah, just call it that if that's what works. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. And Cece just puts that away. <laughs> and um, and it's got tusks. And I was told by Wendy I could find it. And I don't, I don't know if I can trust her, but I want to trust her on this one. And I went to Morgan, and Morgan said there were crazy labs with children or, or something, and things in the woods, and that Jessa, you knew about them, and you knew how to get into them because I don't know if Flurgy's back in the lab uh, or what. So there was a lab that we went into um, when I was working with the. There was we had a neighborhood watch for a while, and um, we did end up finding a lab that had um, not not animals that had other monsters in it that we took care of um but i didn't see any animals in there um but what you told me earlier before was uh that the flurry mm -hmm. you said that it was out northwest of town uh out by out by the house luke out by our house yeah that's what that's what wendy said or thought yeah up by the farm in the forest right in the trees out there so I, that's why I, mm -hmm. I've taught, I brought her into the shop because I figured if there's something out there, we'd probably be the best people to to figure out where it is. We certainly would, uh, and I reckon. Well, now that I know that you are werewolves, I mean, it's going to be easier because we could track them if we can smell them. Well, what's what's a what's a flurgy? Well, we don't know what he smells. Smell like. <laughs> right? What's a flurgy smell like? And then Cece gets an idea and goes, Mister Nihilus. Yeah. Mr. Nihilus, if, if I describe something, could you make a food that makes it smell like what I describe the smell is? I could try. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try to remember. Um, a flurgy at the time smelled also like the lab, so it smelled like blood, um, smelled like metal. Um, and flurgy as well smells a little bit like tropical, like jungly, um, but with a hint of mint, actually, which is kind of cool. And um, also, there's like burnt smoke that comes out from its back. Uh, can you make that? I, I can certainly try. I mean, it's going to be based on what you describe, so I you know as best as best as I can. Um, um, you know, uh, I have an I idea. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, I, if I so he, Nihilus uh, pulls out his um, binder. With all his, you know, his, uh, actually, I think his binder was already out. Um, were the pictures that Cece has of the, of the Fleur, of Flurgy out as well? Oh, oh, no, Cece could do that. Cece could take out, um, their, uh, what is it, the notebook and, and open it up. And you see, I got one that covers up both pages of Flurgy sort of looking mm -hmm. awesome and rampant, posing. Uh, I was just curious because if they had already been out, then Nihilus would have definitely been fascinated by those and kind of making his own copies of the sketches. Um, oh, in his binder. well, I could, um, I could do. Yeah, we could have done it under earlier. That's fine. <laughs> um, so he already had his binder out. And he goes, uh, "Okay, uh, let me, 
let me try tweaking something. And he flips back um, through a few pages uh, and finds his recipe for Rice Krispie Treats um, <laughs> and, and, and pulls out a fresh piece of paper and starts scribbling kind of a bunch of things down um, in um, just really quickly in kind of a weird font. Um, like almost it looks like he's doing calculations um, kind of. And he's like, okay, um, all right, I think I might be able to tweak this so that um, we can maybe put your memory of the smell into it, and then everybody can try some and pick up your memory of the smell. That's so cool. And then that way, it's not me just trying to approximate your description. It would it would be what you smelled yeah. for them. Yeah, let, yeah. <laughs> yes, Mr. Wizard Nihilist Man, yes. Uh, I am going to need a few things that I don't have right here. I mean, unless anybody happens, if you happen to have a bag of marshmallows and some Rice Krispies in, in the break you, room. Um, uh, looking at the Greeleys? I'm going to go out on a limb and say no. Um, we are near Town Square, though, if we wanted to. We could just hit the corner market real right. quick. I could run over to Nicola's place and, and get something if you need. I mean, marshmallows and, and Rice Krispies, I could go and do that. I mean, she's just just down the yes. street. You want me to go do that? I'll go. All right, I'll go do that. One trip to the bodega later, Nihilus and Cece can get baking. And so I think for this to work, he's also got Cece um, helping him out. Um, so you're you're going to have to be involved in the process if we really want this. Uh... Oh. Okay, I am. I don't cook or do oh, the, magic. It's, it's just Rice Krispie treats. It's super easy. Oh, you you just have to be there, have a hand in it. So, uh, I mean, a huge part of magic is just, is just imparting a little bit of will on mm. it. I mean, we all do a little bit of magic every day just by, by being alive, interacting, forming relationships. Um, that's what magic is. It's just it's connection and modifying connections. And... See, he sort of just looks at Nihilus and is like, I'm magic. I'm <laughs> <And> with magic. <laughs> um, so just you being there and, and being part of it is really all we need. Cece's um... not listening. She's trying to make sparks go from <laughs> their fingers. It's not happening. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay. What do you... Do I stir something? Uh, yeah, yeah, sir. Um, so yeah, Nihilus has everything together, and um, mm -hmm. yeah, I think he's he's whipped up kind of the the butter and the the marshmallow and everything. Got that all melted down. Says so, yeah, just uh, go ahead and pour the cereal into mm -hmm. the bowl there. Um, and I've got this just about ready. Okay. And just pour this over it, and it it does. You know, it, what, uh, what's it's, this? It's, uh, it's marshmallow, marshmallow butter, sugar. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, just pour okay. it over and just fold it I'm in uh, until it's you know get it all over uh, all the different pieces. This is so I put a... my hands in and I fold no, it no, 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 no. Uh, with a, uh, a spat. Nihilus pulls a spat a spatula out of. Nihilus canonically carries uh, kitchen cutlery with him. Uh, he's got a little traveling chef's kit. Um, so okay, uh, so just fold fold this. You in. better do this no, part. No, I, this, I need this. This is the part you have to do. And well, <gasps> it's it's everything's already been made. All you have to do is pour it over and fold it in. Just. Put your hands on my hands. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> all right. All right. And just remember, um, while we're doing this, try to really focus in your head that's the smell that you want to impart in these. And you, we want to. Okay. Hold on. Uh, and they put their hand on Nihilus' face for just a minute. It's like, shut up. And they're thinking of Flurgy and the smell and how scared they were and how awesome they were. 
in the jungle and whatnot, and then they reached down and they grabbed Nihilus's hand and their hand and they put it on spatulas <laughs> and things, and they just say, "Okay, go." And Nihilus starts guiding hand in hand, CC to folding in uh, going, the magic. marshmallow and butter with the rice krispies. My memory is of having come in in my usual way to get to a lab as a mouse, um, so being extremely small on the floor. And um, very aware of the smell of blood and metal and pain, frankly, Um, and coming to the source of it because something has been drawing me in a way that like, because unfortunately you smell animals and blood all the time, you know, Um, well, in terms of like food or just, you know, pigeons dying, whatever it is, circle of life. Um, but something about this called me and, um, I don't quite know what it is and sort of in looking around, there's nothing but this. And I remember that I made myself taller and that's when I saw like spacing the counter where the sink is, right. Coming in, get up taller into CC form, turn and see Flurgy and Flurgy again is like horse size, but they put him in this cage that's like like bits of his fur are coming out do you know they didn't have anything big enough to hold him and he's just hunched up and whining and there are marks on his side and across his eye as well that he's still bleeding from and he is growling and it takes me a little bit to sort of figure out how to change myself close enough to him to understand his language. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, especially trying to like, so kind of trying to mirror him, um, but becoming a, a tiger. I know not a flurgy because that third eye is rigging me out a little bit. And I, two eyes is fine. You know, like I don't want to add organs that way. Um, so I'm also like trying to go around as a tiger, this, center piece and managed to ask him just sort of what is going on and his response is just they took me they wanted from me they wanted to take the last of me there are no more of me you need to help me i need to be free i need to be free and then i was like overcome with this like shock of image of just humans coming after this monster you know or like realizing that that like his idea is the same as like reading their minds and he's putting this directly into my mind and it's like a burst of sunlight and it's terrifying and horrible and I reel back from it and then I'm hearing as well voices from outside and male voices and I look at Flurgy. And I put my hand through to touch his fur and sort of smell it and um, and being overwhelmed as well by, again, whatever he's putting in my brain, sort of say, calm down and then turn, well, paw, whatever, like, <laughs> um, get myself into human shape. Um, that's not going to help realize I need something else. Just up my strength, pull the lock off, 
open the door, look around for a way to get out. I'm not really taking in much of the lab. There's only one door, but then I see another and go over there. And again, like sort of actually, you know, he's following me and voices are getting closer. So I gorillaed, aped the door off and whatnot. And we ran off and we managed to make it through. And I'm changing it to this and that. And finally became a mouse on his back, holding on for dear life. And we got out the door and into the forest. And then my memory is of having come in in my usual way to get to a lab as a mouse. Um, so being extremely small on the floor and um, very aware of the smell of blood and metal and pain, frankly. But I made myself taller and that's when I saw Flurgy. But they put him in this cave. He is growling. And it takes me a little bit to sort of figure out how to change myself close enough to him to understand his language. Becoming a, a tiger. I need to be free. I need to be free. I reel back from it. And then I'm hearing as well voices from outside and male voices. Get myself into human shape. Up my strength. Pull the lock off. He's following me and voices are getting closer. So I gorillaed, aped the door off and whatnot. And we ran off and we managed to make it through. And I'm, I forget, I forget, I forget, I forget. Sort of everything. My memory is... Oh dear. It looks like we better give everyone a little time to figure out how to break Cece's memory loop. Two weeks ought to do it. So tune in next time for another installment of Flurgy Quest. Thank you for listening to Welcome to Reddington. Reddington's monsters are controlled by Meg Griffin. Episodes are edited by Alex Lavelle and Alice Hart and produced by Algie Todd. A special thanks to Red Griffin for our character art and Michael Sands and Evil Hat for the Monster of the Week gaming system used in this podcast. We will be back in two weeks with the next part of our flurgy quest. That's right. You don't have to sit with this cliffhanger for too long. Until then, you can check out our Patreon for additional contents, such as bloopers. We know that money is tight, so if you're enjoying the show, we would really appreciate it if you could just leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to Reddington is created by Feathered Frequency Productions and is part of the Haunted Griffin Entertainment Network. Please check out our website for more of our shows. Today's episode starred... Emily C.A. Snyder as C.C. Mark Penn Stratus. Cam Clark as Dale Sarah Palmero as Jesse June Greeley. Algie Todd as Luke Greeley. Mick Wheaton as Nihilus Wheeler. 